This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. No matter how hard I try, everybody wants to talk about the holidays and Christmas. <laughs> I, You know, I, I guess we're just a couple weeks away, so I need to stop being a Grinch about it and just accept it. And that means that the barrage of holiday films are out, whether it be on Hallmark or Lifetime or Up TV or even Netflix. Well, Kim Thistle is here to review one of the new Netflix holiday movies. It's called Falling for Christmas. Hey, good morning, Kim. Good morning. I'm dressed in my, you know, obviously we are talking Christmas theme, so I have a reindeer antler type of thing on. I got eyes <laughs> the nose. And my antlers, little antlers, a headband, and I'm wearing my ugly Christmas sweater. <laughs> Kim, Kim. I got to get into the spirit, and I had no idea that it would probably tick you off. No, so. no, Kim, it doesn't tick me <laughs> off at all, because you know why? You are someone who authentically, genuinely loves the holidays. Every year yeah. you've got like an elf hat or a reindeer hat or a Santa hat or an ugly Christmas sweater, and that's the kind of thing that fills me with joy. I don't mean to be a bah humbugging uh, grin of it all. I, I, need to, I need to follow your lead. Uh, Kim, before we start talking about this movie individually, uh, you're, yeah. you're a big fan of this genre, right? Like the Hallmark holiday movies, the Hallmark movies in general. Not that this yeah. is a Hallmark movie, but nonetheless, it's sort of in that genre. You're a big fan of this genre, aren't you? Yes, I am. I have to admit it. It's a, it's a hidden, it's not a hidden secret anymore, but boy, oh boy, yes, I do love these mushy, predictable you know, form, formalic, formal, you know, mm-hmm, like we know mm-hmm. the beginning, the end and, oh, the boy meets girl and, oh, my goodness, are they going to be together? And, yes, I enjoy that. I love everything about Christmas and it's Christmas everywhere. The decorations, like every <laughs> inch of a house is decorated. And every part of the set is decorated. So, uh, yes, it is a guilty pleasure. And one of the things is we get a kick out of it. My dear friend and I, when I lived with her, you know, shortly you know, after I moved out type of thing. And, and um, I lived with her and that was our thing. Every night we'd be watching a Hallmark movie and that got us through, I say, <laughs> because you just needed something that was so predictable. And we did so much laughing about it. I wonder, are they going to get together? You know, like, <laughs> it was just our thing to get us through. So, yeah, I am. Uh, I do like the genre. There's some things that, you know, that I think could be improved if we're allowed. Like, like yes, they have assessed it. They have inclusion in the fact of, you know, diversity in cultures and and um, races. But between you and I, Dave Brown, and I, we need to talk about this in some way. I don't see anybody who's deaf. I don't mm-hmm. see anyone who visually impaired. I'm not seeing anyone who uses a wheelchair. Like, I think we need to even, you know, someone in the background being in the show like that. Like, they're good at, you know, there's always your, your obligatory, you know, mixed race couple. I, I hate saying it that way, but they're in there. But where are us that... We shop for Christmas and we go out for hot chocolate mm-hmm, and we like mm-hmm. a bit of <laughs> So we got it. You got any pull that we can get into one of these movies? I actually do have a little bit of pull. <laughs> if I'm being yes, totally I honest with you, I said, 
so we need to get this going. <laughs> I, I, I have actually a number of friends who work in the industry, both as actors and producers, and actually a couple uh, writing credits to their names as well of the uh, of the Hallmark uh, Holiday and the other Hallmark-related uh, movies. So I actually do have a little bit of pull, and not to not to reveal too much here, Kim, I've actually spoken to a few of the writers about that, about about uh, disability inclusion, uh, oftentimes off the record over a couple uh, over a couple beers uh, late at nights. But uh, it, you'd, yeah. you'd you'd be actually you'd actually be uh, very happy to know that it's something I have been working on uh, from time to time with the very little bit of a pull that I have in that industry, which is like none, except that I know some people. Uh, Kim, <laughs> you know? let, 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 let's let's get back to the sorry. Let, let, I, I love I love the little detour we just took, but people do want to know about falling for Christmas. What right. is the story? Okay, so it's um well she's a rich heiress I guess is the only way her father's a hotel magnet magnet and she you know she's very extremely wealthy doesn't have any direction in her life and you know it's just her father making up a job for her so you know the wealthy magnet so it's along those lines of and and then she ends up um losing her memory and not remembering who she is. So boy meets girl, girl meets boy. They fall for one another. Will they be together? There's a conflict and then everything works out in the end. And I won't I tell you that because every Hallmark movie <laughs> yeah. works out in the end. And <laughs> Hallmark, movies, Hallmark movies don't end like Requiem for a Dream. They're not devastating yeah. at the end. Exactly. So, and but you know, it was a cute story. Lindsay Lohan is back into, you know, she hasn't been acting in 10 years. She was living in Dubai, a little bit of information about it. So they, they market this movie as, you know, Lindsay Lohan returning, you know, that mm. type of thing. Who knows Lindsay Lohan? She's in, she was in Mean Girls and... Um, oh gosh, her Herbie movie, you know Herbie with the uh, Volkswagen Bug and the uh, Freaky Friday with Jamie Lee Curtis. So she's returned. Jack Wagner, we see him in a lot of the Hallmark movies, I think, and he's a he's a soap opera star. I'll call it like you know we probably know him from Bold and Beautiful, Me from Melrose Place many many years ago. Court Overstreet, I'm looking at this fellow and I think I've seen him before in the movie Glee. I don't know the, the oh, TV wow. show. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Glee, he he got a beard now, um, and George Young, I didn't know him, but he's he's Tad, her her boyfriend, and a British actor, and he's in the movie Maligian, and the little girl Olivia Perez. So it's you know it was a sweet little cast, and and Lindsay Lohan, if she returned to movies, and you know this performances. Typical Hallmark, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's not yeah. much depth that you had to do. You know, you cry when you need to. You get your 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 your, your water <laughs> build up in your eyes, and you know, they don't have corny lines. Yeah. They, they know what they're doing. You, you used the word formulaic before in this conversation. Yeah. Like they have a formula right to the point when you'll see right. the male lead take their shirt off for the first time. Like that is timed in the movie very particularly. There's a lot they do yeah, that no makes it formulaic. Shirt off. No one took their shirt off in this. What movie are you watching? Well, uh, well <laughs> hmm, maybe things are changing a little bit in the Hallmark world. Uh, let, let, Kim, you mentioned this marks a return for Lindsay Lohan, who when yeah. she was younger at the turn of the 21st century, was on track to be one of the bigger stars in the world and through addiction and mental health and through some other concerns had to spend a little bit of time in the wilderness. What did you think of her performance in this comeback role? Well, you know, I thought, you know, like it is a Hallmark movie, so she didn't have to dig too deep, but I will give her credit. She's very good at comedy, you know, like her making the bed. And, yeah, yeah, and then the physical comedy. That part of it. So I, I was impressed with that. Like, I don't know a whole lot of her acting, but it was a bit of fun, like her get, jumping into the role of that, per se. 
So and I thought she did a you know cute job like making the bed and you know she can't get the bed made because this is an heiress who's never had to do anything and <laughs> and then you know and being scared by a raccoon and you know it yes yeah, I thought it was a cute movie. Kim, when I say that we are bombarded by this kind of content mm-hmm. this time of year, the data to back it up is. Over 40 original Hallmark Christmas movies will play between American Thanksgiving and Christmas this year, let alone the other ones, like the subsidiaries like we have on Netflix or other channels or City TV or Lifetime TV or take your pick. But strictly in the Hallmark world, there's going to be 40 different Christmas original Christmas movies. Did this one live up to your expectations or maybe stand out from the rest? expectations as in yes you know we know we're going to meet and and we're going to end up together above other movies no not per se like I didn't come out saying oh wow that was better than you know such and such I saw last year but fun predictable you know the little girl makes her Christmas wish and we have someone who looks like Santa Claus in there but you know it's not Santa Claus but but you know you wonder if he has a little bit of magic and yeah it was a a fun movie and that's what I need you know sometimes we're bombarded with everything that's not going right in the world and I just need to get away I just need to just chill out yeah and so oftentimes we make you watch serial killer movies for these reviews uh, that it's it's nice to give you a little bit of a reprieve Uh, Kim my my friend in Seattle is a huge fan of these movies let alone Corinne Van Dusen and Paula Deneen many people in my life are huge fans of of these kinds of movies my friend in Seattle saw one over the weekend called uh, let me make sure let me make sure I get this right because it's a little bit of it's a little bit of a twist it's called a Christmas movie Christmas so it's a Christmas movie about the Christmas movie made by the Netflix Hallmark people apparently it is hilarious hilariously oh. funny well i need to check that and that's on netflix you're telling me I, it was on american netflix i don't know i don't know where you can find it in canada but she watched it over oh. the weekend with her friend and said they were dying laughing the whole weekend well, we need that dave we need that uh kim how was the audio description in uh, this particular <gasps> movie in falling for christmas well, I'm so glad we got to that because wow i think he drank from the christmas eggnog too because he was so adamant you know he <laughs> he started up, and then an, an auburn here woman wakes a long auburn here with an, wearing an eye mask and she wakes up and gets out of bed and stretches but he right from the get-go was that in the tone and the intonation, he was excited about this movie too. And I love listening to him. He was spot on with the description. So I said, hats off to whoever he was, because he did a great job. And, you know, and even, you know, and she got, and the, the raccoon frightened her and she screamed and fell backwards and like he was right into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I see. There you go. the 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 DV the DV voice can be a, can be a good character too. We like that one. Hey, Kim, oh, this is this is going to be the last time we chat with you uh, on air, live on air, before the end of the year. You join us about once a month with a review of something or other. But as you mentioned, you also enjoyed consuming quite a bit of content. What would you say is the best thing you watched this year? Whether it was a TV show, a, a movie, a documentary, what was the best thing you watched this year? And, you know, I'm going to spin that in another way. It's not so much the best thing I watched, but one of the better, you and I interacting when we talked about Woodstock, Mm. that three-part series. I, like I said, Woodstock, 
you know, was not on my radar. I was, you know, pregnant with my first child. But having you as a young person who wished that he had been there, me watching it and finding out exactly the chaos and everything that could go wrong went wrong. So it wasn't my favorite movie, but it was one of my favorite, I guess they will say, interviews. You and I doing the report on it and, and our discussion. So definitely. Definitely still recommending folks check out Train Rock, a uh, train wreck Woodstock '99. It was a really, really cool documentary series. And Kim, it still blows me away that I could watch that, watch it for three episodes, listen to people tell stories of developing trench mouth from drinking tainted water, and still be I like, know. "Yeah, I wish I was there." It just—it's like, oh my gosh! And I don't know how anyone did not die. Like, I mean, natural causes happen when you had a car accident, when everything was done, but at the event yeah. itself. Yeah, it's stunning. Holy it's totally God. stunning. Propane tanks exploding everywhere and people not dying. It's wild. Uh, Kim, we got to get out of here. But listen, all the best to you and the family over the holidays. And we look forward Me to catching too. up with you in 2023. Me too. So happy holidays. Take care. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts.